we we have uh, a lot of people to thank as usual, but I wanted to say that um, we had another company that we've been working with and we're, we're kind of talking right now, but um, for this episode, we're going to be sponsored by Redline 360. Once again, Parker and I both have bought parts on their website. If you're looking for aftermarket parts for your car, whether it's a BMW, Mercedes, or a truck, and uh, I think once again, for the fourth or fifth time, we're going to talk about the fire retardant socks that Parker really wants. I mean... I think it's more something you want. You bring it up every no, time. No, no, no. So he, he's been browsing Redline 360, looking at all the accessories you can get for going to the track because obviously you need to have a helmet. You got to be safe. Uh, but for, for some reason, he just loves loves those socks. But if you want to get anything else for your car, I think one of the coolest things about Redline 360 is that if you go on there and you're looking for just inspiration of what to do to your car and you don't know what to do, like let's say you buy a brand new car, you do all the maintenance to it. They have all the oil, everything you can imagine. And then on top of that, you look at, oh, maybe I want a body care or maybe I want something for my exhaust. They have a full section where you can go to the categories and just search for cosmetic or performance or for the track or anything like that. So if you're looking to find something to do to your car and you just want to spend some money, you can check out redline360.com. All of the information will be below. Thank you to Redline for sponsoring this video. Sweet. So let's get into it, man. So it's not beef between you guys. It's just tough love. Yeah, it yeah, is. it's tough love. I, I mean, he knows like most of the time I'm joking. Like, most of the time. Most of the time, <laughs> there is there is some serious things, but yeah, for the most part, it's just like it's because I think it's funny and like <laughs> yeah, George is like yeah, I know about that. Yeah, there's a lot of sarcasm <laughs> for sure. Well, yeah, I think like, maybe it's because you guys both have E46s. Maybe there's just something there where it's like maybe you know it's what? that weird connection. Yeah, it's a BMW. Right, it was like that before we both had E46s. Oh, it was. Well, I've always had one. Yeah. But it was before we had that connection. It was just something like we just kind of just related to. We just kind of felt the same that, you know, no matter what it is, I'm going to say it. Yeah. Even if it's really minor. Yeah. Like, we'll let each other know. Like, well, that's how it should be. I think that's the best way to be with someone because you're straight up with them. Yeah. Yeah. Just total straight up. Even it's more straight up than you should be, I feel yeah. like. I've but, always been like brutally honest as long as I can get like really comfortable with you. Yeah. But if I am not like fully open with you, then yeah, I won't be like, you know, a dickhead about it. But with George and you, I've been able to be like fully comfortable and just like, I, I wouldn't even really call it like calling out. It's just being honest and well, honesty is the best policy. Dang. <laughs> sure. That's a, that's a really good line. Mm-hmm. Were you true. a poet in your past life? <laughs> I think so. I think I was William Shakespeare or something. Just throwing down all these yeah. lines. If you guys are just tuning in on YouTube or if you're listening on the podcast, just on audio, we have George here and Parker. They both are, uh, you know, friends and uh, coworkers. Um, Enemies. Well, whatever you teammates. want to call it. Teammates. Yeah, and comrades. We, we They spend a lot of time there, but we've all created this really fun friendship for, for us at the the agency here. And one of the coolest things recent that we just started doing is, uh, I don't know what happened, but I was just talking to Parker one day and I was like, should I bring my racing sim to the office? Cause it was in my bedroom. Like yeah. I'm never using it. Yeah. We were talking about it. And I was like, at first I was like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> it's like, going to take us away from work. <laughs> like, I don't know if you want that. Um, cause like we both really like it. Yeah. As you can see, we try to play it literally at any point we can. I didn't know George was like always fiending at Nate's house. Well, yeah, he was playing, Cause he started playing at Nate's and he was garbage and now he's not garbage. <laughs> yeah. The, there's the some of the honesty. There's that. some of the honesty. He was yeah. bad Yeah, and he got good yeah. and now we're competing. And, uh, so yeah, now he's hooked on it. Cause like he's good at it. I have a video of you, George, that I haven't posted that 
your reaction when you walked in. You walk in and walk right by the simulator. We Parker and I we went to Malibu Mart up in uh, in L.A. and we we were like we all went together. Then we came back here and had food, and then everyone went home. And then Parker and I split off to my place and we just broke the whole thing down. We put it in our both of our M3s, yeah. and then we we hauled it over here and spent like at least four hours just building it. And then we didn't tell anybody. But then we we're like, let's just see what George does. So Monday morning rolls around. George strolls in. I have the video camera going. Doesn't even notice it. Just rips by. You know what's funny is I didn't know you were filming either. I had my camera on or my phone on my little stand and uh, I just left it on and I, I, I tilted it up. Like I was just, Oh, I'm on my phone. So funny. You know, you know, I, was, I walked in ready to work. True. That's the, that's the mindset, man. Coming in like a, a lion tunnel vision, <laughs> just tunnel vision, ready to do some marketing. Well, you know what? That I, I appreciate the hard work, but then once George saw it, he was super pumped and I, I'm excited, man. I, I think the first couple of days it was here, we were like fiending to get on it, but then we ended up going with um, like a simple CSL Elite base, which is what holds the steering wheel, and it, apparently mm-hmm. it broke. Yeah, I wasn't it here kept for it. Disconnecting, I broke it. Yeah, <laughs> we'll put it on George, but it's all George's fault now. It kept disconnecting, like mid race, and it was oh. always when we were like turning or something. So I think it was like either shorting out something in there, but it would turn on and then. Um, yeah, like it was like the fifth time it happened and it just wouldn't turn on again. So it disconnected oh, forever. That's all great. She wrote. Well, yeah, I, I brought in the direct drive that I have. And if you're not familiar with it, direct drive is like a really powerful um, steering wheel base. So you have like your racing simulator, which is the rig. And then you have a place to put your pedals, which you buy them separately. You have a place to put the steering wheel base, which holds the steering wheel. And then you buy the steering wheel itself. And then you have to buy a seat and then a TV. So there's a lot of components to it. And I think this is why a lot of people don't get into it because it's very complicated. Yeah. But once you start to understand that it's really like eight pieces of just simple, like looking at it, it's not that bad building. It's a different story, but just the, the rig itself, once you build it, you're like, okay, it's not too bad. Yeah. I think now that I've done one with you, um, it makes like a lot of sense. Yeah. Like I could build another one of these. It's just tedious takes a really long time. I think you have to have patience, which Parker and I are both very patient people to an extent. And w- when we built it, thank you for the help too. When we yeah. built it, we were like, we we're stressing. We we're like, man, this is, it took us three well, days. When you have like, how many boxes was it? It, it was, was like, like 10. Yeah. Over and 10. like, so they're all spread out. So when they're all laid out, you have no like idea of how it goes together. Yeah. And then you start building like the main like rectangle on the bottom. And then you kind of start like seeing it. Um, but yeah, the instructions for this, I got to say, were really, bad. really bad. Yeah, they're very yeah. bad. The uh, This is a sim lab. And then we talked a little bit to Track Racer and we're going back and forth on kind of what we're doing. But sim lab has good products, but man, their their instructions were not good. Yeah. But, but you found like good videos because there was some other guys that were. Yeah, there were some that. YouTube guys that have done those long tutorials that go into depth with it. And then there's some guys that showed it, but. Uh, we got it built and now it's here. But I think the point of the story is that now that it's here, we have structured a really good thing where it's like, we don't, we don't get on it till like four. Like we get here at nine, nine thirty, yeah. and we work. And then at four thirty or four, we can jump on after we finish all of our work. So I'm, I'm excited to see what we can do. And we have a lot of plans to put lap times down, but George, you feel pretty confident with it now, right? Yeah, I feel good. I don't, I don't feel confident jumping on it before like, or during work. I don't think I would get off. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Well, I would, but. <laughs> It'd be hard. Like, yeah. It just, Cause time flies when you're on it. I know. And yeah. I have so much like work right now. I, it takes me all day to get my stuff. 
stuff done. So like, yeah, I cannot do it midday. I think I'd be so behind. I'd be here so late. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I'm recently too. I've been pushing affiliate and pushing my other YouTube channels and I'm like, I've been here with you guys every day since the sun goes down, Yeah, you know, yeah. and that's how it is. We have a lot on our plate right now, which I'm very thankful for, but I really enjoy being here after we're done with work. Cause this is fun. It's like, yeah, yeah just going, really doing laps and ripping around. Now we have, I mean, what do you guys want to do? How, how is this going to work out? Let's plan this with the, with us three doing lap times in certain cars. How do you want to do this? So the idea I had, cause I really, I drove the E30 M3 yesterday, just the one in Forza Motorsport 7. And it was actually really fun. Um, so my idea is to do all the M3 generations because so, they have E30 M3, E36 M3, E46 M3. Oh, they have all of them, right? Besides not the F80. Yeah, not the F80. Oh, but they have the M4. Yeah. yeah. So more. it's like close enough. Yeah. So enough. I think we're going to do all the different M3 generations. Um, probably just stock or just put like track tires on them or yeah. the race tires, whatever like they call it. Yeah. Yeah. Or like simple mods. Um, and then we'll all put down our times at, I think we're going to do Laguna Seca. Yeah. Um, I think it's a good track to start and at. then see who's the winner and we'll report each week with yeah. each car and tell you the times. I'm cool with that. We'll use the, the whiteboard analysis. that we have too. Yeah. data. Yeah. data. <laughs> you have GPS. Yeah. yeah. We'll see where we can make up some some time yeah i think it'll be fun to have just us going against it and you know nate will come in here and want to do it too and it's a fair uh, competition with being the same rig the same environment yeah. like the same car and then really see who can push the the track time yeah and if we have someone like fat come in or like ashton or something we can kind of see where they sit at too yeah, yeah. but obviously we have a lot more practice with this thing as we're on a lot yeah. now <laughs> yeah this thing feels great like i feel like now i have a lot of sim experience because for them i like know if like I'm having an issue, like understeer or something or um, going too fast or I don't know, something like that. I like know exactly what to do. You know how to correct to, it. To fix it. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I love this sim. Me too. I just want to play it all day. This is the best setup we've had so far. I'm excited to use it more. Yeah, this setup's yeah. really fun. I like the the steering wheel on this one, but the other one will be really fun to use, the F1 steering wheel. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a fun little transition. Yeah, the I direction I've made a huge difference. Yeah. I want to turn it up more, though. I can turn it up more. Yeah, because it's like, what is it at right now? It's Without probably the torquey. 75%, 80. Uh, maybe maybe yeah. we'll do 100 or something. We can we can max it out today. Yeah, I'm okay with that. And then we'll try the torque key some other time. I mean, I'm I'm all for it. I've used, I'm pretty comfortable with the torque key. I put it at like 45% with the torque key or 35, and it's, it's strong. Yeah. It's just when you hit a wall or when you go off track into the sand, like either let go or make sure it's sturdy because oh, <laughs> it, it, it's like it, it'll freak out and then that's why the emergency stop button is so important oh like, we should put the paddles on too i have them yeah yeah it's, you have everything i have everything it. it's under the seat yeah yeah that's i want to modify that steering wheel I, I think it's um the difference is carbon fiber uh magnetic shifters so they're uh -huh. closer they'll be the same style as the f1 wheel but on that wheel I like that because those are really far yeah like my fingers almost don't even reach them well, when you press it it's like it clunks like it's yeah. really loud. Yeah, yeah. I, I think we should turn it up, put the key in. Because I like that, like the little dangerous factor. I like yeah. That. You know, if you go off. Yeah, like you don't know if you're going to make it without broken wrists. Yeah, yeah you might exactly. break your hands. <laughs> I've had my fingers get crushed in there before and it's not fun. It's a little it's bit of like stakes. a thrill, you know? Yeah. yeah. I think it'll be worth it. Who um who would win in a deadlifting competition between you two? Jesus. Paul I don't Parker. know. Parker, Parker. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he, he doesn't weigh as much as I do. Yeah. But I don't know what my max is because... 
I've been in and out of the gym because they keep closing and opening. Yeah. And yeah, so I'm not lifting a lot right now. I'm trying to focus on getting lean. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to look like this fool. If you're watching the video, he's got on his forearms. <laughs> Yeah, crazy. That vascular life. Yeah, he's super vascular. Well, it's because he, he doesn't eat soy anymore. He's done with soy. <laughs> soy that's the only. That's reason. the only reason why. Yeah, it's not due to metabolism being fast or genetics. It's just no soy. Or yeah. diet, no diet, nothing. No. Working out, none of that. Mm-mm, it doesn't really matter. No, it doesn't. So we talked about the E46 CSL yesterday, and I learned a lot about that. I didn't realize the market was so crazy on those. Yeah, it is pretty crazy. They're that's limited. insane. I think fourteen. 1400 something 1493 60 something is that's how many there is total in the world in the world wow yeah i've seen um eag i'm pretty sure that's who it is isn't that it's like you're or, um they they buy low mile bmws and they advertise them all the time and they always have like a lime rock park e92 with like 2000 miles or like crazy stuff like that which i think is cool it's just i wish those cars would be driven cuz do you ever see low mile e46 csls um I mean, I haven't, not on the market. I don't see a lot on the market. Yeah. The ones I do, you know, they're a little bit higher mileage, 80,000 to 100K. 100K yeah. is like like the top. But what, do you, what do you guys think your favorite BMW is in general? Um, it's like a certain one. I really like the E36 M3, but I, would, I really want a Euro version because that comes with the... I think As the wing, right? Um, no, but... Like the LTW wing is oh. uh, like aftermarket or you have to get the lightweight one, mm-hmm. which is really expensive. But the European one has the, I think it's the S52. I'm forgetting what it is, but it's basically the predecessor to the S54. Oh, okay. Um, So it's, it's very similar. It's like almost as much, as much power. It sounds very similar, but we didn't get in the US, which mm. is why our E36 M3 only makes like, 240 horsepower hmm. it's kind of so it's a focused. different motor for usa yeah different motor for the u.s i think it's called the s50 is that is it because of emissions or like just regulations or what i forget the reason behind it and i don't want to um say something wrong but if you're listening to this comment down below yeah and uh let us know what the reason was for that the u.s got a shitty engine <laughs> well i saw at rmc they had that yellow one that was a Euro spec and it was super clean. It, you you could definitely tell it had a little bit different with it, like like cosmetically. But when you see the engine, I was like, yeah, that doesn't look like what the USA gets. Because yeah. those cars are pretty slow in the USA. I mean, I've ridden one before and it's just not a lot of power. Yeah. They sound good though. Yeah. A lot of people swap S54s in them because that's like, it fits pretty well and it's, it's a very common swap. So that's probably what I would do. I would probably either get a European E36 M3 or get a E36 M3 and swap a S54 into it. That yeah. would be the dream. I saw a lightweight E36 M3 lightweight on PCH. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Those are I think expensive. I sent you a photo of it. It looks so good. I don't so think good. you did. I'm, I gonna, did. I'm gonna need that no, photo. I did. <laughs> you need to have it? I'm gonna need it. It was a while. What, what about you? What's your favorite BMW? Ever? Yeah, if you uh, had to pick just one. It's tough. I would say the CSL though. E46? Yeah. Yeah. I would. I think I would go the E46 CSL. I would get black sapphire. Yeah, yeah. Because it's the only other option, right? Yeah, other than silver. Yeah, mm. I'd go black sapphire. Yeah, E46 is a close one for me. It's between. I mean, I've never owned an E30, so I could absolutely love one of those. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they're so like unobtainable right now with yeah. the prices of E30 M3s. Just crazy. I saw Robert Mitchell got one. 
I can yeah. see you in the E30. Yeah, you I always really, say that about every car, I swear. No, like, you see, like, a school bus. Like, I could totally see you on a 90-passenger school I bus, man. He said that about your car, too. He's like, I could see you in that. Dude, you look I, good in he that. He always says that about everybody. <laughs> I said that to you about the E92 yeah. and the F80. And now the E30. And now the E30. So it's just, true. Like you could, you, it's true, though. I'm being honest. So you just like me in Ooh. anything <laughs> whoa I, don't know about that. I i just feel like he's trying to compliment you and that's the go-to compliment i'm just of trying everything. to convince that's you fair. to buy one i don't got money like exactly that. Right. So that's why yet yet i like that mindset yet. i just want you to go in debt <laughs> 2021 about to be a crazy year about to be rolling up in brand new bmws all day that way when you buy one yeah. you go, oh he okay i'm gonna buy one now i'm just gonna drive it mm. oh, let me drive it that's crazy Lift oh I didn't, I didn't know i I agreed to this. Yeah. Somehow you guys come to these terms without even talking. What's your favorite BMW ever? I would say E90 M3. E90 M3? Yeah, I would say if I want to build the E90 DCT like really bad, like find a nice 2012. Any special editions or just a... No, no, base. just E90, man. I think it's one of the best cars out there because the four-door is so balanced. It has one of the best, mo I think, top five best motors in the world of any car in the world. And... The sound, the driving experience, you can fit four people, you have room in the back. Like, I love, love the E90 M3. I think since owning one I, and then having the E92, then having DCT, I'm like, dude, that transmission in an E90 and like just a simple spec, a blue and black interior, I'm, I'm happy with that. Yeah. But I would modify it a lot. Like, I do Shermer stuff to it. It's nice to hear that you owned one and you want to own another one because oh, most yeah. of the time, sometimes when people own a car and they get rid of it, they're okay, I'm done with it. Like I don't, mm -hmm. I don't want to have that experience again. Mm -hmm. With you, you're like, I want to get in there. Oh, all day. I mean, I, I posted a couple times about how I, I bought an E92 and like the, some of the comments that come in, there's always great comments, but then there's always that one comment that's like, why would you buy the same car? I'm like, dude, yeah. I would buy 20 more of these cars. Yeah. I plan on buying yeah. another E92 as well mm -hmm. and another one. <laughs> that's how you know it's good because the E46 and 3 is the first car that I've kind of felt that. Like I 335, I really liked it. I don't know if I would go back. I think I would try to get it one M because that's yeah. the same engine. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the E46 M3, I know this is not the end all be all for me. I know one day I'm gonna find an Amolo red one or an Sorro blue one that's like way lower mileage. This mm -hmm. one's kind of just the first, but it's gonna be like a full. I'm gonna own many of them for sure. Oh yeah, throughout throughout my lifetime. I mean, look at guys yeah. who are, are Porsche collectors, and they don't just have one; they have multiple, and even like. Yeah. What I want to do is with paint a sample, like I would own nine GT2 RSs. I Voodoo yeah. blue and like green. And, and I saw a pink one this morning on like great spec Instagram. Like, dude, there's so many options out there that I would legitimately own multiple of the same car. Yeah. But different spec. Yeah. Yeah. That I would definitely have like different, have to do like different things. Some like one could be like a daily driver, maybe like an SMG or something. Yeah. Well, not a day. I probably wouldn't daily that if I had a bunch of money. But it could be like one could be a weekend car that just has like a nice manual, but yeah. it's not like crazy tracked out. One could be a full on track build, stripped out. So that's and what one I can would just do. sit there. Yeah, one can just collect dust, look good, and zero miles. Yeah, I, I will not. I will not argue with that. I would definitely have a handful of E90s and E92s and even F80s. Like I want to build, I'd love to build an F80, but full blown race car. Yeah. Like legit GT4 competition. Cause I only see M4 race cars. I don't see F80s. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I wonder why true. that is. Do you know why? Um, I think there's probably a couple of reasons for like, um, 
production, I assume, and also for um, divisions, like the classes that you go in, there's not a four-door division that I know of. I mean, DTM, that's really it. I, I don't, have mm. you, any racing you've watched, have you ever seen four-door cars? It's Australian V8s, you know, those are two doors too. I mean, this could be totally wrong, but it's probably down to like the structure and the rigidity of the like actual chassis. Mm -hmm. Cause I think four doors most likely cause it's like a longer distance between like the two doors. Maybe I'm just, I just sound really dumb. I don't know. I'm pretty, I'm, the E90 is an inch wider in the back than the E92, but I don't know about the length. I don't know how, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure that we can be corrected with it, but I, I would assume that is due to uh, division and also like, um, I guess not as in demand. I don't know. That's not one of the best questions I've ever had us talk about. I think is why yeah. isn't there more four door race cars? I mean, I remember seeing some crazy classic DTM videos of like four door Mercedes back in the day and all those crazy old box fender cars with four doors, like ripping. So yeah. maybe there was something that changed in the division as racing got bigger and bigger. I'll have to do a research on it and we'll bring it up again. Yeah. we got me thinking now. I don't know. We got a really cool package today from this company called at Bimmer brew. And we don't know what it is, but I'm going to open it on the vlog, I think, tomorrow. Nice. You're going to make me wait? Dude, yeah, we got to play the sim oh now. That I'm tired. God. I got to get a sandwich. I want to tell him. I really want to open this. Got to play the sim. We got to get a sandwich. Yeah, I want a sandwich. Damn. I've been eating sandwiches, man. Everyone said in the comments, go to Ike's, I-K-E. Ike's? Yeah. That's been like. Is it near Red Hill Speedway? Probably. <laughs> Can we take Red Hill Speedway <laughs> some laps over there? Yeah, the Larry's one we went to was good, but I think there's better out there. Oh, yeah. For sure. There is for sure. I um I drove up to LA today to meet up with Palm Performance and uh, he's a supplier of carbon fiber parts for BMWs and I got everything for my car front splitter I got the GTS front splitter from the M4 uh, GTS which I'm excited for and side skirts rear diffuser wing and M3C as hood wow That's crazy got everything I need are you gonna put those on I like will soon? I will but not till February. Oh, right, right. Yeah. That hood's going to be awesome. I know. I'm excited for that. Wait for that, yeah. So I have all that planned. I'm I'm just doing uh, maintenance, and then I'm going to enjoy the car and then get to the track. And then once I'm done with that track day, I'll, I'll probably drive straight from Button Willow to Precision. Like, okay, install everything right now. Yeah. I've never seen a white F80 with that hood, now that I think about I don't, it. I don't think I have Because I see the black F80s with that hood. I've never seen a I white looked one. it up the other day. It looks sick. Does it? There is one. On, or there's a white M4 on there. Oh, sick. So, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, because I've seen, I mean, there's like people who haven't done, or there, there's people out there that have done the single turbo kit, but not a lot. There's people out there that have done certain things, but not a ton on the four door. And I'm excited to see how this car would look being like a race car. I was reading one of the comments on our previous video about you talking about the single turbo. Yeah. And everyone was recommending that you stay upgraded twins if it's going to be a track car because the. We're going to have to pull these up because I forget what they say. But yeah. that's what I was reading. Like Most of the comments were like, do not do single turbo. I, I saw a couple comments come through. And the idea that I have would be the single turbo would be after a whole year of tracking. Yeah. Like it wouldn't be next week. Like that that would be once the car gets to like 80,000 miles. Mm. Like I wouldn't do it anytime soon. The single turbo idea was Mike's idea. And that would be after just building everything. So I think it may, maybe the conversation we had was out of context because oh. there's so I mean, I legitimately would like to get in 15 to 20 track days before I do a turbo upgrade. You could do pure stage twos first and yeah. then single turbo. I would, I would love to be able to give the opinion of upgraded twins versus single. Which I've heard those 
are a really good bet because I just watched a video on it the other day. Yeah. Um, they get rid of that crazy twitchy unresponsiveness that those those really small stock turbos have yeah. because all torque is at like 3000. So when you up the boost on them and go 85 and are making like 550 wheel, that thing is like scary to drive. Yeah. Like almost just uncontrollable. And when you do upgrade at twins, obviously that, that, um, power bandage is pushed higher up. So it's more linear. Mm. So that's what I've heard. It actually feels, even though it's way more power, like 650, 700 with peers, it's way more controllable. More efficient. Yeah. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah. Cause I want to start doing a couple feature films on built F80s and there's a lot in Irvine. There's oh, a yeah. lot of people in SoCal that have F80s. They just kind of hide, you know, they don't bring them out often. Yeah. So I could probably put together 20 to 30 in the next couple months of just people who want to share their car. They're everywhere. So I want to experience them and see, you know, the different mods that people do. Cause I'm still learning. Yeah. Every day I'm like, Oh, I didn't know you could do that. Any competitions? What's that? Any competitions? What do you mean? F80 competitions. Oh, uh, I don't know. I, I love those. Those are nice. Those are sick. Yeah. yeah. I think it's just the suspension, isn't it? It's not. We already had this conversation. So the the thing I'm excited for with the sim is that it's gonna bring out a lot of competition. How, are you guys competitive? Have you ever been with like sports or school or anything? Um, because I've never been competitive until I started doing this. Yeah, I was. I mean, I played water polo for a while, and I was super competitive about that. And like, whenever I go to the gym with friends, yeah. definitely competitive. But yeah, especially this. This gets me going for sure. Yeah, definitely. You feel the same way? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we were just competing right now. Yeah. <laughs> That's Literally true. right before this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to throw some lap times down. Definitely. I'm excited. Well, 30, E46. Yeah, I say we start with the E30. I think that's. I like, like the slower the cars. Move. I like driving the slower cars. Well, because it's like you have to keep that momentum up. It's not, oh, you can just power out of the corner with like the 919 and it saves you yeah. like everywhere. You have to like actually focus on the braking and not, not slowing down too much because mm-hmm. it's hard to get it back up to speed. We got to do a Nuremberg ring. Yeah. We got we to gotta race <laughs> It's going to be hard though because you're going to be like six minutes in and you're going to spin out and be like, no. Yeah, we have to. <laughs> That's a challenge though. That's going to be like, maybe that will be like the ultimate test Yeah, with like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe we should do like the, the E30 and then E36 and do all these cars and then the final test could be like the M8 GT at Nürburgring, like yeah. a full-blown race car. Or we see. go through all of them again at the Nürburgring. Oh, yeah. Except they keep it going. So that, e, that E30 lap will be 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah, it will take a while. You're right, though. I think with the E30, how like you go into a turn and you pound on the brake, you lose all your momentum. Yeah. You have to hold that momentum going through a corner. I, I don't think that people understand that because you know, talking about LMP cars and race cars, like you have all the power in the world. Mm-hmm. But when you, you have, have like boost, and, like electronic boost and yeah. stuff, it's like... Just pulls you right out. So, yeah, it will it will be fun to to do that little series. The nine one nine is a fun car to drive, though. It's like the exact opposite. Yeah, I like it hybrid. because like it almost like never spins out. Like it just has crazy traction, and you can turn off traction control, and then you won't spin it out. Yeah, unless you like go on the grass and floor it. But yeah, yeah, it's pretty forgiving. Just like it's cool. just like cheating. Yeah, it's basically a cheater car. But, like, the hard part about it is that stuff is just going by so fast. So you have to, like, really be reactive. I need to, to turn off the driver's line. I don't like it. Oh, really? You, don't, you Did you race with it? Um. Yeah, I mean, I raced oh. with it, but 
when I turn it off, I do learn it better. I learn way better with the line off. Yeah. Because it, it forces me to focus on one more thing when you don't need to. I'd rather focus on the apex way further down than start seeing the yellow come up quickly. Mine are always slower, though, obviously without the line. Oh, but yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's better to learn because, like, if we ever go to Laguna Seca, I want to know yeah. without the little assistance. Well, I think when, when I do my laps, I'll turn off that because I'm pretty familiar with most of the tracks. Um. I think that it just is better for me. It just takes me longer to warm up. Like if it was, let's say if I did like 10 laps on a track, I would need five warm up, warm up laps Yeah, where I really get it. And then the last four would be really good hot laps. Mm. Yeah. You got to get that muscle memory down. Yeah, yeah. You didn't learn. You rely on it. Mm -hmm. You rely on it just to tell you when to break instead of looking at your gears and, and your speed and all yeah, that. Yeah. That's true. So might have to do that. Might have to start practicing on the Gunaseka. I know, because for the competition, we got to do that like in real life someday. Yeah. Then we should all go. When you get your M3, we're going. I'll just get us all club sport GT4s and I we would, can all go out there. I would love that. to <laughs> go with that. Like take a road trip up the coast of California, maybe even go higher. I would love to do that in some M3s. That would yeah. be sick. That would be, be really so cool. fun. I'm, I'm all for it. Yeah. I'm Hopefully none of us break down. Okay. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yours one, your thing's yeah. going to be bulletproof. Dude, no, watch me be the one that breaks down out of everybody. Nah. No, you know what's funny? I was driving today on the freeway and my whole infotainment system went insane. Just switching radio stations, navigation, all the buttons were being pressed, like freaking out. So yeah. I, I took a video of it and I, I had to send it to Mike, but my whole infotainment system screwed. You turn the car on, it just freaks out. Really? Yeah. And I'm like, I just bought this car. Well, you have a warranty, right? Yeah, I do. Yeah, take her in. I know, I know. It was just flipping through every navigation screen and every map, and it was like, "Go to your destination." Go radio, radio, satellite radio. And I was like, "Uh, what do I do?" So I pressed the Bluetooth button, and it kind of locked it in place. Oh, that's weird. That like, oh. that is funny. It's actually a good point. Like, even though we would have E46s, like it would probably be the F80. Oh yeah, it would just, be for sure. You know, be something stupid, man. I probably <laughs> my whole really, radiator would fall out of the car or something. <laughs> they're really reliable, though. Yeah. Because, like, Gabe, I mean, he did 100,000 miles and barely did any maintenance. Yeah, so, that's awesome. I'm excited to see what this thing will do and how hard I can push it. I just uh, I get to the track, man. I didn't sign up early enough at Buttonwillow. Mm. They had a track day this weekend. I think the motorsport hardware guys just left this morning to go out there. Oh. Yeah, yeah I was looking at that track day. It's expensive. I, I really want to go with you because that would be cool to make videos on both of our cars. Yeah. But, yeah. 350 bucks yeah it's expensive i think the the nice thing is you get the track to yourself all day like all day long yeah and that's what nice. i experienced because we did the open test day mm -hmm. but the difference is there was like a crazy amount of cars out there and there was like radicals there was this one gtr that was like full-on race car yeah, like time attack car yeah there were yeah. a lot of time attack cars and so it was scary being out there so i, I hope like when you go out it's more level a more level playing field so yeah. you're not just being like lapped and lapped well this one is a, a, a certain guy rented out the whole track for the whole day and 30 cars and that's it so yeah. only 30 cars and it's yeah, not it's by session it's just like go for it and like probably like two-thirds of them will be on the track at once yeah if that if and that. it's a lot of porsche guys and then i would just probably try to get my sessions out 9 a.m 10 a.m 11 and then probably just chill out by noon and probably head back at one because the track gets greasy after like noon. Who are you I mean, going with? You're going alone. Cold. Yeah, I'm just going alone. I don't That's have any. awesome. I know Gabe is going, so I might carpool with him and have him follow me or follow him. And then, uh, I don't know. I think Fat may sign up. I think. 
I just need to get to the track. Like, I don't care. I just need to get out there. Just go yeah. right now. Yeah. I want to just break through the fence and just start ripping on the track at 2 a.m. <laughs> I'm so jealous when like other people go and then I'm like, oh, I have time. I got time to go, yeah. but I don't know. I'm, I'm impatient because like I got to buy some other parts. So I don't know if I could afford going to this track day, but yeah, yeah I, I have definitely FOMO when when people are going to the track. I was jealous when you went too. I was like, man, I should have gone. But I didn't have a car. I had my Audi. Yeah. Could take the Audi. Yeah, right. True. That thing's shaking at stoplights. <laughs> it's not going to last a lap. Things but, mint. Yeah, it's all right. Well, thank you guys so much for watching the podcast. If you can, subscribe. Hit the thumbs up button. And we will see you next time. See you. Peace. Peace.